<laughs> I'm keeping this in. Welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay. I'm Gaz. And we're going fucking stir crazy. We've just finished one review and we're going to do another. We're going to now do The Suicide Squad 2021 spoiler review. Not the David Ayer review. That Suicide Squad came out ages ago. I think we did a review of that, if you can go back and find it. I think it would have been with Chris, actually. Yeah, it would have been. That's like his favourite film, isn't it? Ugh. Anyway, that's 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 a whole other episode in itself. Uh, yeah, only listen to this if you have watched the film, because we're going to spoil about it. Spoil about it? Talk about it in full spoiler detail. Like I said, we've gone a bit stir-crazy, because this is our second review now, and we've seen a few films, and we're trying to piece it all together like some kind of suicide squad. So, without further ado, let's just get into it. Because you said that I think I'm waffling. And that was the most waffle driven <laughs> one yet. <laughs> there couldn't be any more waffle. I can't, I don't know. I, just, I don't know what came over me. I just kept, I just couldn't stop. I've had, I've had, I've had a sugary drink, so I'm probably hyper. Um, very excited. Very excited. So, yeah, we are going to talk about this in full spoiler detail. We only went to see it on. Tuesday. Tuesday. We haven't spoken about it, although I have had this slightly ruined for me by Chris the Spoiler, who indirectly told me your opinion, I think. But Gaz, The Suicide Squad 2021, initial thoughts? Fucking weird, wasn't it? <laughs> like, there were parts of it. I thought, I'm really enjoying that. Mm. But then, there were parts of it. Where I really didn't enjoy it very much. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. But it felt a bit like a sketch show. Okay, I got the... That's so weird you said that. Because... because I'll, I'll counter that later, put a pin in that. It felt like each scene just had mild conveniences that moved the story along, is what I would say. Which felt like it was a bit pieced together and... Like, I'll give you an example. Yeah, I was about to say. So... There was the bit where um, Bloodshot is falling through the, the building. Yeah. And just it just keeps happening. And it was almost like it was meant to be a joke. But it wasn't, like, that funny. <laughs> but, like, obviously, like, it starts. And then he starts falling through. And then I'm like, there's got to be a bit where it just fucking, like, he, he collapses. And it doesn't... It just conveniently, he just lands every single break of that tower. I think and I, it ends up at the bottom. But I've seen but that in something else. multiple times. I'm sure that's an old stunt. I've seen that in something else, where the person, like, go down, stop, down, stop, I'll give down. you another example. Go on. It was a cool entrance so, as well. When the starfish fires out all his mini starfish... Yes. And every single human with a face gets a starfish attached to it. Mm. Except... The humans in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, because they were they were stopping Yeah, them. no, right, okay. So Bloodshot fires some guns at it. Yeah. But did you see how many starfish there were? And 
Um, fucking Harley just literally goes, oh, I'm just going to cover my face. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what? She, she covers her face and... And, and then they just got sort of like flap about. <laughs> like, that's what's done. Well, it is, because they were... It was like a- just like... I don't get it. It was just too easy. Well, no. So, she they cover the faces. The problem was, all the... Oh, what were they called? The ca- ca- I'll give you another example. Oh, okay. Right, because this happens multiple times. This is what I'm getting the at. Maltesians, right. Maltesians the Maltesians tried Probably the biggest one, actually, right, is where the thinker... Is that his name? Yeah. Right. So the thinker... They, get, they take him hostage yeah. and they say, right, you're going to drive this bus into the compound, Right. Yeah. And then the bus drives into the compound. No one... They just look at the thinker and go, oh, he's driving a big fucking bus into the compound. We're not going to check the bus at all, even though this bus is clearly not something he's ever driven before. But the, the... And they don't check. And then the rain comes down and shields everything. How convenient. <laughs> so that the police, they were all basically the back of this compound, can't get to them while he run in the building. It was just like, what? No. <laughs> was that so easy? <laughs> They're all in the back of this fucking huge bus that he's just driven in. Do you know in. how easy it was to overthrow Cuba? They, they, <laughs> these basic militaries, in the, like, they don't know what they're doing. They haven't got very good training, so... They wouldn't know. They would trust the thinker. And then, as for the rain, it rains over there, and it's very sunny, and it would shine a lot. It's fucking right. hell, man. I mean, it was... Look. Right, I'm going to lay my cards now, really then. Enjoyed, I but... loved it. I absolutely fucking love this film. I love this film a lot. <laughs> I can tell, because you're not having any of yeah, the Yeah, and do you want to know how much I love it, right? Here's a, here's a bomb I'm dropping right, right now. That was not my first time watching it. You've already watched it again? Yes. Jesus. On Sunday... Yeah, right, so, in the first, what, the, the first Suicide Squad, I had to contend with the fact Chris really enjoyed it, and I thought <laughs> it was a bag of dog shit. And in this fucking podcast, I didn't think it was dog shit, by the way, I don't think it was as bad as the... the it's nowhere near as bad as the first squad. one, don't even but say that. I still thought it was pretty bad. No! No, it's a masterpiece! It's not a fucking it masterpiece. It is, it's so I'm just clever! just giving you free examples of why it's not a masterpiece. No, and I can, I've, I've challenged them perfectly. <laughs> you fucking bollocks, right? Right, this is, film is so clever, because, alright, who is the bad uh, guy? No, yeah. no, no, it's Who is the bad guy? Clever. Who's the bad guy? The starfish, apparently. No, no, the, the star- thinker. The starfish. It could have been the Maltese Falcon guy, or whatever the hell they were called, Maltese... The Corto Maltesians. Yeah, these. And then there was two of them. Yeah. That were the bad guys. But he didn't want to use the monster. He wanted to use it as, like, we have one, but and we're not using it. what the fuck was that scene with him? With what? With him and Harley. I love that. I love... Right. This Went is on most, too long. No, this is the most comic book film that there has been in a while. Because it was like reading a series of comics. It's funny how you compared it to sketches. I compared it to, like picking up a series of comic books because mm. like when it said they had titles and it's you know and it moved back and forth and then for me like that harley one was like a spin-off issue that you could pick up if you wanted to find out what happened to harley mm. between this and that and the funny you mentioned sketches because my big worry with this was that it was just gonna be guardians of the galaxy the dc version and the big difference between these two 
was I feel Guardians of the Galaxy now is quite sketch based. Mm. Like they put them all in a room and go talk about this, and they kind of bounce off each other. There was only a couple of times it happened in this film. Other than that, it was more the interactions were just generally funny, and the decisions everyone made was funny, and it was more action based and set pieces. I didn't really. There was nothing that wasn't too much. Like Guardians has made me burst out laughing in the cinema, hold my sides. There was nothing like that in this, but I don't think it was trying to make me hold me sides. I think it was just going for general humour and bright colours over what was really a dark film about the grey area of who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, just humans inherently bad, and also the fact that it was full of gore to the the nines. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually did like some of the comedy in it, and then there were some bits which reminded me of Hellboy, where I felt like I was laughing, but I wasn't supposed to. Like at what? Well, the fucking starfish for a Oh, he off. knows. He knows you. Project starfish. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, squad with water. Yeah. I was like, what? As soon as it said it, I scoffed. <laughs> like Project Starfish, because that's exactly what came in my head. What a giant as, starfish. As soon as, as like, obviously, like. They sort of went like something like, oh, and you know, that, what what's in what was it called? Unimento or something? What was what? it called? That thing, the, the tower. Oh, Jotunheim. Jotunheim, right? So it goes like, what is in Jotunheim? It goes, Project Starfish, and I was like, Project Starfish. <laughs> I was like, what? Is, is this your thing? Like when you were just before we recorded, by the way, Gaz was saying how whenever like he meets someone, word association, word association with people's names. So if he meets someone whose last name is Jackson, he thinks in his head, ooh, from the song was Jackson, ooh, like that. <laughs> he, he, yeah, and not like Michael Jackson, ooh. <laughs> yeah, and there's other names that you do that with. But was this the same every time you heard Project Starfish? It did was you just Fred hear? Durst in Fred, my head, right? And, like, obviously looking what Fred Durst looks like at the moment. That's <laughs> imagining that old dude doing it. But, you see, Starro... So you've never seen Starro the Conqueror before? Like no, a picture of him? I thought that was terrible. He was in the very first Justice League run, I think. Right. Um, he's an old character, but he's used still quite frequently. Um, I, I just thought it looked. I loved that awful. he was in a film. I loved the fact. I thought it was amazing. He made polka polka dot man like this dead, interesting but I dangerous thought, character. Know, like, I mean, generally speaking, character wise, I was quite sold on it. Like, even with some of the characters, like I, I, I actually said this to Chris in like our sort of brief conversation we had when you'd gone to the toilet. Hey, traitor. <laughs> Um, that I was actually gutted at the beginning because, like, obviously, like, Weasel dies straight away. And I was like, You're the second person to say that to me. I love that little guy. I've not even (laughs) seen him. Like, can't kill him. Like, before I've grown to love him. (laughs) Like, that bit in the, like, helicopter, I was like, oh, I'm going to like this Weasel guy. And then, like, he just dies on the beach straight away. I was like, oh, fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> but that's what I loved about this he trolled everyone he yeah went, I he, get that that was quite clever and you know what it else it does by doing that when I watched it a second time I realised that the, one of the main problems with the Suicide Squad as a concept is people have to die for this to make sense hmm. and in the first film the Slipknot is literally you can tell 
he's going to die. Yeah. And there's, I think there's a cartoon version where someone dies near the beginning to show how the whole concept mm. works. He's just gone, I'm going to just immediately put everyone there and you're not going to believe that everyone's going to die. Yeah. You're going to maybe going to think one or two and then he kills off 90% of those characters and it leaves you going, whoa, hold on. And it's like a Game of Thrones thing then. Yeah. There's no one off limits. I, If I want to, I will kill every motherfucker. I, I did think that was a good piece of like because I, I genuinely like obviously Good I don't direction. know characters and I didn't really know what sort of film I was going in for mm. um, so that to happen I was a bit like oh that's that's pretty sick to be fair like even though I was gutted Weasel was one of the fallen but he got you got him at the end yeah <laughs> um, and the other guy was the javelin guy <laughs> javelin oh is that what he's called yeah he's got javelin oh, okay well yeah him then <laughs> I was like oh I'd have loved a little bit more of it well, yeah. I mean, you could speaking of people you you could cosplay. Like we, I talked about, I could cosplay. <laughs> I could bring me Yeah, I could cosplay Red Guardian. You could well be Javelin. <laughs> Gaslin. Mm. But um, no, there was. It's amazing how many like big name actors he just brought in to just mm. be killed. Like Mick, Michael Rucker mm. was just brought in to just have a few lines, kill a bird, and then scream and run yeah, away. Yeah, he was quite interesting as well until he. Um, sort of but like obviously like I get that that was the point of that was to like sort of almost build you up and then like go oh this isn't going to be the film you thought it was going to be um, which was which was one of the strong points of it but I just thought it was just very flimsy in getting to p- places and this is where I'm getting at there was so many bits that I just started to go oh right okay so that's happened and then there were bits where I just felt like similar to Black Widow in a way like I do remember like only laughing at it because it was so bad rather than like what? I'm trying to remember there was there was particular jokes and I remember thinking fucking hell that fell flat it was like you could have fucking farted in that room and there was no one John Cena? No, I didn't think John Cena was that bad but there were bits with him and Bloodsport where they were bouncing off each other sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't and when it didn't it literally like no one laughed though and you could tell it like I said um, to Chris I said it was almost like you needed a laugh track for the Mm. film because you didn't but I don't think it was trying to get you to make mad laughter No, I think it was trying to get you to just don't put jokes in it in places where if they're trying to put jokes in and the joke doesn't land then it it but I don't the know if the way... joke was meant to land so much. It, I feel like it was be. no, but I feel it was meant to just show that these characters don't get on and they're very dysfunctional and oh, and it caught up in their own world. No, so take the <laughs> bit where they take down that what they think is a camp of soldiers, but it's just the rebels mm. who are just civilians. Eve pointed out. She went upon reflection. She went watch that scene again. She played it again in her head. She went, no one's no one fires a weapon. No one like goes call guards or whatever. They don't look militarized, but the characters are so engrossed in having a, a dick measuring contest mm. on who can kill the most people. They don't stop as two highly trained soldiers to think that something is not right about this, mm. and just crack on. And she went. That's she thought that was really clever because it just showed how incompetent they are and how they just are caught up in their own lives mm. and they don't take into account the real world ramifications of anything you are just smirking at me like <laughs> I, just, I, just, I love it, this that, king fine. shark king shark mm. oh by the way 
I felt like such a fucking idiot. At the beginning when it came up, Sylvester Stallone in credits the first time I watched this. At the very end, I turned to Eve and went, who the fuck was Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> and she went, oh, I don't know. Was he in this? I went, yeah, yeah. And I was going for the characters and it was only I had to Google them. And of course, it was the fucking giant <laughs> shark. I thought he did really well. I liked him. I, as... I liked the characters. Like, the character-wise, I thought it was fine. I, like, generally, like, I sort of liked a bit of all of them. And, like, obviously, like, the polka dot guy, again, at first, I thought, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, so what's your superpower? You fire polka dots? And, like, someone was like, yeah. <laughs> and I sort of liked that sort of... Uh, yeah, like, it was sort of, like, Mighty Boosh-esque. But that's probably why I'm thinking, like... It felt like a spoof of a comic book film. But I feel like he was doing a bit of a spoof, because I feel like he did take some pot shots at some comic comic book stuff. Yeah. But then he also added... But that then added to the, the sort of, like, the b- bizarreness of it, which is why, yeah. like, sometimes I really liked it, and sometimes I didn't. Because when it was, like, meant to be spoofy... And I was laughing. But then there'd be other bits where it was not meant to be spoofy, really. Like, it was supposed to be like, that's actually what's happening. Like, obviously the bit with the comic book thing, Mm. the the comic book thing, the polka dot guy, I got, like, the sort of joke there. Yeah. But then it's like I say, it's like then when they then sort of try and do something that was a bit more serious, like the bit in the tower, I was like... Well, that's not meant to be a spoof. That's what you've just gone for, and that just what do you mean the bit in the work. tower where he falls through. I just thought oh, yeah. that was awful. No, I thought it was the coolest entrance he could have made to be like <laughs> John Cena's about to kill Ratcatcher two, and then he's just like, "Doom, ooh!" It was a really cool moment. I loved it. I did like seeing Taika with Titi. Yeah, I knew you would. Yeah, like, I, I did like that. Yeah, Taika, and he. Had I want Ratcatcher one the movie. <laughs> He was a it was a nice he was a good little uh, cameo there. There was plenty of good cameos. Um the list of people here. Obviously you've got you had Nathan Fillion was uh, the detachable kid. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whose arms go forward. Which just for a bit of side note, uh, in a bit of news today, uh, Edmonton, the town of Edmonton, uh, or the city of Edmonton, sorry, has officially renamed its hall the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. Fucking hell. Um <laughs> just for <laughs> throw that in there uh, I actually as well like, I remember like when obviously all these characters got together and this is why I think I was just sort of like on edge of like whether it was either really shit or really good the whole way through but some of the characters I was like you've got to be shitting me what, who are these characters <laughs> what barrel are we scraping from here scraping scraping Jonathan like, Watts is scraping the barrel detachable fucking Kid. But that's the point. That's what I mean. That's I'll take you back to. He was taking the piss. He's like, why does this character exist? Uh, and yeah, but then it felt a little bit not not as surreal as Hellboy because that was taking itself seriously. But like, it, it, and then that's there like was, it was like all. so in between. We just killed like, a bunch of characters in the DCEU for the simple fact that no, they don't matter. These are no one characters. But then on the flip side of that. He then goes. However, I could if they could be great characters if they're handled right. For instance, Ratcatcher Two. Who give a shit about Ratcatcher Two? Ta-da! Eve felt sorry for Starro 
because uh, because at the very end, just with the line saying, "I just wanted to um, to float in space and look at the stars." Mm. Which was like a King Kong moment to mm. say, like, you did this to me. It's your fault this all happened. Mm. I would have just happily stayed up there, but you brought me down here. Yeah. Mm. Loads of little moments like that. Like, but he did look shit. He didn't. He looked amazing. Come on. I mean, it was like I, a I honestly, pink when, star Yeah, that's what he looks like in the comics. And the little ones. Yeah. Oh, so fucking I'm going to show you. Like... No, because, like, this is what I'm getting at, though. It was just, like, it was so fucking stupid that these fucking stars take over every fucking thing in sight and don't even harm, like... Like, I get, like... like that's the original was, like, there. That's the original. At them. From the Brave and the Bold, Justice League of America. Right. Wonder Woman there fighting right. Starro, right? But then, in later, see, like, years, he has he's become, like, this... Pink thing. I mean, that looked way better than what. No, that looks like it looked like a fucking kid's toy. And no, look, look, get a picture up of it. Look, here he is wearing a Robin outfit because he's Batman's Robin for a day. Fuck my life. <laughs> Comic books are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but see, he's got the pink and the blue. No, I think it worked totally. I was no, made I up with it. it was... I thought it was tragic looking myself. You're tragic looking. I, I thought it looked and like obviously like lot he's got like bath sponge toys. That that's what it looked like. I, it looked like an overgrown bath sponge toy. Oh, I'm buying lots so, of little yeah, sponge toys. Yeah, I mean toy. if DC are listening to this, which I'm sure they are. Yeah, they are. Uh, they take notes. If 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 you do sell a, a bath sponge toy that looks like Starro, <laughs> I'm buying several. I swear to God, I've just watched like a Mighty Boosh version of a comic. When book it came film. up, so it's like Starro burst out and it freezes and went Starro the Conqueror versus the Suicide Squad. I think that, that was one of the points where I laughed. Yeah. But Eve burst out laughing as well because she was like, this is ridiculous and I love it. And I think that was James Gunn like going, I did it. I put Starro the Conqueror into a fucking major motion film by Warner Brothers and he's going against the Suicide Squad. And I, I think it's in a, the film in itself is a massive achievement of where we are with comic books now. Where, I mean, you're saying all these things, but bear in mind, compare it to remakes, reboots, the same, or like people saying, oh, we're just doing the same thing again, origin stories. This was a totally, like, again, he could have done a Guardians of the Galaxy, but with DC characters. It's different. And he but didn't, it, I think it was very different. Yeah, but I also think, like, I get that it was different, but then I think the thing that irks me more is, like, that it was it, there was too many liberties taken to make this different film. If, if it's just going to be, di- if it's going to be different, then that's fine. But then it was different, like near enough every scene, something would change. So you would have, like, as I say, you know, you obviously at the start, I get why they did that, and that that's fine if they're going to do that. But then there would just be like these conveniences that would push the story along, and it was just hard to sort of go. Not convenient. They got the thinker, and then that's happened. They got the thinker, and then the Corto Maltese uh, invade the bar. So then they've got to leave. That wasn't convenient. It was convenient that the fucking guards that like rush in to spend about fucking five days at the front of the fucking bar. You've got to be thorough. <laughs> Asking people who were clearly Corto Maltese and not the fucking free massive Yankee Doodles stood in the middle of the bar while he fucking get the guy with the fucking it's, test tube stuck in his head. 
Oh, it's, it's like badly, he's fucking noticeable if they're not. No, it's badly. Got fucking, it's badly lit. It's a out. badly it's lit. The strip first club? thing you'd go is go. Oh, there he is, the fellow with. When you go into there. a strip club, you're saying the first thing you look at is the large American men. No, exactly. Absolutely ridiculous. No, that's what it was. It was it, every character had a lovely. Mo- right, we were dancing. We haven't talked about some characters. Idris Elba was fantastic in mm-hmm. this. He was funny as fuck throughout it to the point where, like I said, I'm not over my sides, but it's it's hard, I think, especially if it maybe if it was in the script where you can your catchphrase is simply the word fuck. But he nailed it to the point like every he used fuck like for every emotion and I understood it every time he said it and I, I, I've never really I don't know what the word is Idris Elba I can't think of another film where I've really gone like full on become an Idris fan I respect him but I've been like yeah, what, well I mean obviously I think his best was probably The Wire and see I never watched The Wire yeah that was, he was really good in that but in this I've, I've never really watched Luther or anything mm, like that but yeah he's apparently really good in that yeah and Luther, and Luther as well but in this it was just like he was just I don't know I just really he was so charismatic I, look character wise I, I, probably my biggest problem with it is probably just the story the direction it sort of moved every time it moved um, and some of the humour because it was like on edge of spoof and sometimes it went and sometimes it didn't but character wise I, I did fit, genuinely think like this is quite good mm. probably you know like my only criticism character wise was that Again, it felt like a little bit convenient. They got rid of the first Corto Maltese guy, and then the next one comes in. Like it just felt a bit like mm, I, what you're saying is like, you know, who who was the villain or whatever it is. But that that then doesn't give you a strong villain. Like Starro's not a strong villain because like he was. I was watching he it going like, like fucking baths. No, because I thought I was like, how are they gonna beat him? I genuinely thought the thinker was. Not like he's sort of a bad guy, I guess, but like he's. I, I really didn't like Peter Capaldi in this, by the way. That was pre- he's probably one of the only ones who didn't land for me. Really? Yeah, I just didn't. I, I, I thought it looked like. I don't know. Like it wasn't a strong performance from him. I didn't think. I like. I I really didn't ever get a point where like I thought, oh, he's he's a bad guy. I did. Nah, I he, said, he was shocker. experimenting on bodies yeah, while I was still alive. It technically, it, it didn't have that sort of like that like creepiness about it. He needed to be way more creepy. No, he wears I, a tracksuit. Well, I, I look. I don't know the character. All I'm saying is like from the minute it's called the like, thinker, not the creeper. Up, I just felt it landed way flat. Mm. And then you've got the two Corto Maltese guys who just die too quickly. Really. What the main them two? Obviously, the one that Harley shoots, and then, yeah, okay, it's a shock. But then again, it's a shock that's a convenience to move the story along. I it would have worked better if they'd have kept him alive and strengthened him as a villain. No, I think no. It just I, felt too chop and change because too the, chop and change. Well, the characters that were consistent, which is Idris Elba, Bloodsport, was great. Mm. I thought Ratcatch Two was great. I thought um, Polka Dot Man was great. Mm. I thought Shark was great. Yeah. And I thought Rick Flagg and John Cena were great. See, Rick Flagg was a mad one for me because I 
I really did not like that character in the first film. Yeah, so then when, no. he, when he was carrying on, I was like, shit, they've kept him alive. And then by the time he's having that fight with John Cena, I was gutted he was being killed. Mm-hmm. I was genuinely gutted. No, but I, I thought those... Consi- Oddly enough, I didn't like Harley anywhere near as much as I liked him. I loved her. Because she was the standout in the first one, but I think yeah. that was because the film around her was pretty dog shit. Mm. Uh, whereas in this, she was alright, but I wasn't blown away by it. But then I don't know whether that's because she's now surrounded by Strong characters. stronger characters around her. So she's not having to lift herself. Mm. Um, but yeah, like. I get it was all very arty, the bit with the birds and... and I love that, because it was like seeing inside her mind, like, this but, is, is this what she sees when she goes crazy? Yeah, no, I, and I, even the bit where then she's fighting and, the you know, the flowers are coming out of the guns and stuff like mm. that, I, I thought it was artistically very nice to look at, but I felt like the bird scene in particular just went just a bit too long, and I was just sort of going... Okay, <laughs> when does this start? No, because I liked that because it was building up and it was all a nice moment. And then it kind of made me think, I think it made me take my guard down that she would shoot him and kill him. Mm. So it's, and it's also such a quick blind shot off camera mm. that it does, it throws you off. And then that bit where then she talks about, because she goes into that little ramble of like, oh, you know, you think I've been too harsh here, but I, and she starts like rambling on. But then she quickly composes herself and goes, if I've learned anything, it's like men like you don't go away. And she goes yeah. into things like you say things like, I, that my, the music I listen to isn't music. And she's saying such tiny little things that you're thinking she's had well worse done to her, but these are the things that hurt the most, just saying nasty little things. And it got me choked up. I don't know why it was. I just thought it was a really, it was a really, I don't know, a moment like, I don't know how else to explain it about put girls being like verbally abused by like their partners and You're just like fucking deep for this film. I did you? go deep, mate. I did go deep. I'll have you know right now <laughs> that the bit where she jumps into Stara's eye mm. and she's swimming there, mm. and then all the rats pour in with the music. Both times I've seen that, I have nearly welled up because it was just a. A beautiful, fu- fu- I was. <laughs> I thought it was beautiful and but funny. Like it made me so happy to see. Like it was such a weird thing to see Harley Quinn floating in the eye of like an alien starfish and these rats swimming with this nice music and they start munching away and all the blood coming out. I was just like, this is the most weird thing I've ever seen on a cinema. And I fucking love it so much. It's making me well up. You are weird. Like, <laughs> I just don't. Don't even get it. <laughs> like, oh, no, it's it's. I think it's I, a I, fantastic. Honestly, the pacing. entire like last portion of the film, I was just sat there going, "Oh fucking hell, what is this?" And you're welling up because of how beautiful it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love the, the like, different experience we've had in this film. is quite remarkable. Honestly, I I can't stress enough. This is top tier for me. I'm warning you now, like. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I want more. I want. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because I think maybe James Gunn just goes. This I I look for his filmography. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the two Guardians films: this, Scooby Doo, Brightburn, and another one which I can't remember to do with slugs in a bath. 
which funnily enough when I when I said the Did name you cry for that one too. No, but funnily enough, <laughs> I met, I reeled these off and I said to Eve the name of that film and she went, Oh, is that to do with slugs in a bath? I went, Yeah. And she went, I've seen that and I don't know why. I went, what was it like? She went, it was like a sixties B horror film. Hmm. And she went, I think it was self aware of it. She went, I actually remember enjoying it. I enjoyed Brightburn. Scooby Doo's odd as fuck, but well, it was Brightburn a was okay. Yeah. It worked on Scooby a Scooby Doo, I, I don't think I liked that, from what I remember. No, but I think he was constrained by various things. But anyway, the point is, I think he's actually one of my favourite directors. I just I, think he has I, a... Look, he has I a love small... the Guardians films. I do. And I, I, this is... I'm not absolutely panning this. There was plenty that I, I could say I liked and enjoyed the experience of watching. But some of it is... I'm enjoying the experience like I enjoyed Hellboy where I was mm. sort of laughing at it rather than with it. Which is sort of like why I can't... I can't ever say it was a good film. Oh, you're wrong. You're so wrong. It's like... so. I don't, like It's interwoven perfectly, the timescapes. Like, I, there was a bit where I was going, right, it's gone on too long now. I don't know what's happened with this character and this character and this character. He's He's got lazy here. And then it cuts away at a perfect moment and flashes back eight minutes and you see what happened. Mm. I love those bits. Eve said, like, she thought... And we Actually, Eve said this, and I agreed, because I felt it when Ratcatcher goes into the Jodenheim and it's all falling apart. It reminded me of when you go into a game and you enter an area for the first time, and Eve said she felt like the whole experience was like playing a video game. Like, each bit was a level... And like watching a character go through it. Well, it'd be a fucking easy game then, wouldn't it? When you have to drive that bus <laughs> into the compound. King Shark. And no one very fucking well. bothers you. No, Milton. It's hardly Metal Gear Solid, is it? <sighs> Are we rating it? Metal now? Gear Easy. We're rating it. Well, actually, what did you think of the music? Yeah, I did because like the, the music. first Suicide Squad was definitely maybe because if you remember we walked out going well that wanted to be Guardians of the Galaxy yeah it, I, I remember the first one being it was sort of like just like a, a rocks playlist yeah, like, selection and none of it seemed to match yeah. whereas this it did have bits where I'm, I'm struggling to think of the actual songs to be honest but there were really really good bits where I remember thinking oh well that's a pretty funky tune yeah. Like, I can't remember what the songs were now. There was the big yeah. one for... Um, hold on, let me get it up on here. The big one was, like, the one that Harley was singing when um, she was going to be, like, have her head kicked in when she was being tortured. To be honest, it's a lot of stuff that you might not know. There was something by the Pixies, I think. Mm. Um, or was it? Bloody hell. It's, the problem is they've not brought out the soundtrack yet. It's I don't know when it's coming out, but everywhere I click, it just you put in Suicide Squad, and it once it brings up the old Suicide Squad soundtrack. Right. Um, oh, here you go. Sorry, yeah, I've got Folsom Blues by Johnny Cash. Yeah, see that was a good open. Um, that what the people who died by the Jim Carroll band who I've never heard that. But, you know, everyone's gonna die, die. Mm. Everybody's gonna die in the opening credits. Uh, the Fratellis doing that nice bit with Harley. Mm. Nice. Lonely. Lonely. Uh, yeah, it was Hey by the Pixies. Um, they're the only ones I know. Oh, Point of No Return by Kansas. The Decemberists. That's a, f- a few. There's probably more than that. That's just like, I think that's a playlist someone's yeah. made. 
Oh. No, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, the Fratellis for me as well, I can't, they're like one of those bands that come on and it just automatically makes me remember uh, fucking Yorkshiremen in bars. What? Because it's, the, isn't the, the other one the Chelsea Dagger? Yeah. Yorkshire! Is what was usually a couple Maybe that's why like Eve loves this so much. Leeds, 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 Leeds. Um, right. So, yeah, I think we should get to rating. So, Gaz, The Suicide Squad, 2021, mm-hmm. by James Gunn, mm-hmm. not the David Ayer mm-hmm. version, which you hate. Mm-hmm. Remember that. What are you rating this film? Mm. I like the fact that there was a. <sighs> oh, that's not a good sign. The thought process. It's not going happening. below five. You'll be Be happy to know. Better fucking not. Bear in mind... But I think I am going to give it a... It's a high five, low six. No. It is. No. Well, it is. And I've explained why. I know, but after the last review we just did, which we won't say the score on that... Because it it was... uh, were you not entertained? I was, I was, yeah, but like it's like I say, like the, the I'm I'm not gonna rate the room, the notoriously like worst film in the world, an eight just because I laugh at it. Uh, it's still a shit film. But this isn't a so shit film. So it's still a fucking one or two. It's but I, my enjoyment level would be higher, like. Did I enjoy watching it? Yeah, okay. You could even maybe push it to a seven just on the fact that I giggled at its expense for a little bit. But in my head, I know it's no, it's not a six. I'd, I wouldn't watch it again. I don't think. Well, I have watched it again. I know you I? have. I've watched it twice now, and I could see myself happily putting this film on whenever the moon hits the eye. Of a cold pizza pie. And you know me, I like weird stuff. But I this, know, that's what really this, bothers this, me about this. This was like weird, but... You're getting old. At the expense of, of a story. No, so it story reminds, strong. It reminded me of a comic book version of... The, there's a fucking horrendous like Hollywood film, and I can't remember what it's called now. It's called like something with a number in it. It's like called... like. Something fifty four or whatever the hell. Room fifty four. No, film fifty. Film fifty four. I don't know, but it's just a sequence of events that like just sort of happens. Is he got all them celebrities? Yeah, James. That's what James Gunn had a hand in that film. Well, there you go then. That is this is the comic (laughs) book version. I know the film about James Gunn. Comic book version of this. Well, honestly, I'm disjointed mess, (laughs) but with good characters in it. So five, five. Right, I'm giving this. <laughs> I'm giving this a nine. Fuck my life. A fucking nine, and honestly, it could grow. So you rate this? Yeah. As high as four. As what? The we when we did Ragnarok. Yeah. I'm sure you gave that a nine. You think this? No, is I as didn't. Good as Ragnarok. No, I don't. Think what I did, did you give Ragnarok then? I think I was actually a bit lower because it didn't meet. Fuck my life! It didn't meet my expectations, and I'll be honest. I've tried to watch Ragnarok several times. I do get oh, a little Ragnarok's bit fucking fast. I don't know why I get a little bit uh, over it. I don't know why I do. I just do. 
and I like Thor the character as well and Loki's in it and Hulk's in it but uh, Ragnarok doesn't click with me but this this is art this is (laughs) it's it's art in the same way that fucking Jackson Pollock is art I suppose depends what you're into which by the way so basically this this Pollock prick has like got off a career by just fucking launching his paintbrush from far away (laughs) with multiple colours at a canvas and people have gone it makes me feel lonely (laughs) and it's like right okay He's had everyone off, and so has James Gordon with this. No, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm happy at this. This is this is I'm a Pollock appreciatist, so I totally get behind that statement. We'll You're talking Pollocks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, what did what did you think? Don't forget to leave your comments in the comments down below. <laughs> or email us at talknerdyuk@gmail.com. Don't forget to visit the website www.talknerdy.uk. We just did a Black Widow podcast as well. Um, I will have put this out around the same time. And yeah, there's tons of stuff on the the talk. Tell me again, boys. Um, are back at it with a new series. Chris has started a new podcast called uh, Horror Homeschool. Uh, bi-weekly or bi-monthly podcast depends. It, it's basically it's fortnightly they're doing Fear Street at the moment which yeah. is something I really want to watch actually. and they're doing a Halloween soon as well so yeah just listen to, listen to all that go check it all out and yeah thanks for listening I've been Jay I've been Gav we